Welcome to the CrossFit HSE podcast, where we don't sugarcoat the truth about fitness and nutrition. Hey guys, Brian McDowell here of CrossFit HSC. Here's my friend Dave Lomelin. He just got finished doing a CrossFit class. Dave and I are going to sit here and chat. Topic of the show is you go, I go. I get to ask Dave three questions regarding uh, nutrition and fitness. Then he can shoot back uh, with any questions to me. Hopefully, I'm not a deer in headlights this morning and I'll have any answers a little earlier than usual. Um, so Dave uh, first came in, how long ago was it? It was about a week before the pandemic shut everything down when we came to do our trial classes with Burn uh-huh. with, with Ernesto. Yeah, so yeah, and Burn is our thirty-minute class, and then you guys signed up, started doing it, then we shut yep. down. Well, we we were gonna sign up. The gym got shut down because of the oh, pandemic. Oh, that how it went? And then our first day back, I think it was Memorial Day in two thousand and twenty. Okay, right on, yeah. cool. And then recently, probably within the past like six weeks or so. You Transition guys, from burn to from CrossFit. burn to CrossFit. Yep. Cool. All right, Dave. So um, why did you decide to do something different and jump into CrossFit HSE? So played sports growing up, always wanted to, you know, be in shape. And then, you know, as life goes on and time happens, um, you know, kids started finding excuses to not exercise as much. But then my wife and I, Allison, who also comes here, yeah. started getting back into it together um, probably about 10 years ago ups and downs and valleys through all that with trainers leaving gyms that we liked with gyms closing with, you know, just general trials and tribulations. So we started just doing the big box six months in that did not work out for us. You know, after, after looking for another gym, you guys opened, which is at literally a half mile from our house. So we wanted to come in and give it a whirl. Have loved it since. Um, and then part of the more personal reason why I, try to stay in somewhat of decent shape at this point in my life. I'm in my early forties. My mom passed away from heart disease at 46. My dad's had a quadruple bypass. He's a diabetic. Uh, so health and fitness wasn't necessarily the, um, wasn't role modeled for me growing up, Mm -hmm. but, um, but those are, you know, that's just a couple other reasons why it's very important for me to have a healthy lifestyle and have a, a set of good example for my kids. Excellent. I'm taking notes. This is, this is gold. Good Other, stuff. Otherwise, I'll forget. I, can, I guess I could probably re-listen to it. <laughs> awesome. Sweet. Your turn. Having a gym's got to be tough, especially during in the pan- going through like the pandemic. Um, what do you attribute, you, one, I guess my, the question would be, what do you attribute your success here to with being able to keep a good you know, volume of, of folks committed and coming in? Good question. Um, that's probably more than one answer. Um, so... Bef- and I, so we just participated in this summit last week with this company called Two Brain Business. And like kind of backtracking to, I don't know, three, two years ago or so, like Missy and I recognized after listening to a podcast that something was broken and we didn't know how to fix it. Like we're listening to this podcast, it's like we're wearing all the hats in the business. We're like, this is us. What do we do? So I hired a mentorship, these two guys, these two mentors from California, completely burnt me, lost three grand, lost six grand. They luckily got three grand back and I was just like, we got like five grand in the bank account, literally a little bit over that. And then this dude, Chris Cooper, kept on sending these emails out and I've kind of told the story before. He needed to seem super genuine. I started looking into him and I've seen other gyms are successful use them. So I wrote him an email and uh, he's like, how can I help? Let me get you on a phone call. So got on a phone call, sounded good. It was 5,000 bucks for three months. And I was like, 
we got to do something because mm -hmm. we just keep on doing the same thing over and over again. Um, so kind of fast forward and then, you know, the, uh, we were with them and then we opened up here in January. We're supposed to be January 1st of last year and then ended up being January 11th because construction kind of, there were some delays and then we opened up, the pandemic hit and we were like, we had been hovering at like the 100 member mark, which is pretty typical for CrossFit gyms and the small boutique to just kind of hover right around in there and that was us. Mm -hmm pandemic hit and we had lost some members from over in Fishers when we came over here, like 25 ballparks and we had sank down to 25. As soon as we opened here, it was like whoosh, shot back up, drive by traffic. We we're like, this is awesome. Location was huge. Mm -hmm. um, the drive by traffic is really important. And, uh, and then we closed for the pandemic and it was just like all of a sudden the, the cancellation email started coming in. And it was just like, oh, okay, yeah. and I was, oh, there's more. And eventually it got to the point where we're like, what are we going to do? You know, you don't have, there's kind of, you know, your hands are tied because you can't do anything. You can't sell sure. memberships. You're just like, and luckily, um, we were able to get a lot of workouts in there and build some customer loyalty with some people that have been with us for a while. But the majority of people that had signed up during, you know, in the January and February, they quit. Like, yeah. I don't think we kept any of them, which not, not surprising. Um, and then when we opened back up, um, like the two weeks prior hit marketing really hard. And it works. It's anticipating that people were like, hey, you know, we've been inside. Yeah. We want to get out and work up. And we banked on that. And then our, our membership started, slowly started coming up. And um, the mentorship company we hired, I we stopped working with them for a period there. And I wrote back and said, hey, you know, this is kind of my experience. Kind of felt a little shorthanded with uh, the last person we worked with. It wasn't his fault necessarily. It was just kind of timing, too. With the, you know, mm -hmm. we moved gyms and COVID. And this was just not great. He said, what can I do to make it up for you? I was like, well, just kind of want what we paid for and have a little bit better experience. It's, it was just, it's not your fault. It's probably a little bit of our fault, too. And he said, well, let me make it up to you and put you with another mentor and kind of put you back through it and kind of fine-tune some stuff. So we did and got picked, uh, paired up with this dude, Matt. And he was just like... If you met the guy and listened to him, you'd be like, man, this dude has like found his calling, passionate, loves helping. And he just kind of started carving this path for us and kind of had these modules to work through. He's like, do this next, do this next, do this next, delegate some stuff, hire some staff, mm -hmm. get some stuff off of your plate so you can start working on bigger, bigger roles instead of just coaching all the classes, which I like doing and stop, you know, get some personal training off your plate so you can start doing some more marketing. And it started working. And it's like, I used to look at stuff like other gyms that were successful. I'm like, why is that not us? And all of a sudden it's just like, yeah. as, as you started putting some structure, some standard operating procedures in place, developing some roles and tasks and helping, you know, mm -hmm. we're still messing up left and right. You know, trust me, like we're still fine tuning stuff all the time, but like that stuff just started, it started working, but it's not easy. It's, it's still not easy yeah. because, you know, fitness is like CrossFit isn't for everybody at the end of the day. Right. It's hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard. It's uncomfortable. So sometimes it's a pretty hard sell, um, especially after somebody experiences some classes that have been, um, you know, they've never done stuff before and they get in there like, dude, this is, I don't ever want to feel like that again, you know. Um, but a tribute really to the mentorship company that we worked with, like having a strong team of supporters. Like yeah. this past weekend, we heard from a lot of gym owners that like, struggle like you would think like oh they got it all together but they're just like dude like it's hard it's it's it's, yeah. it's stressful at times just like any other business really but um that was really comforting to hear that other people are still trying to figure things out and struggling yeah. and people can put their minds together and bad ideas off one another hey this is working for me why don't you try it and you try it and it's like it's fantastic and then also having uh staff that's here that's willing to work hard and yeah you know what i mean it's huge well, it's, it's reaffirming that you're not 
going through it alone, right? It is. Yeah. Like, kind of for us, this past weekend, like, man, it was like, was like, where are you crying? I'm like, I don't know. Where are you crying? <laughs> Listening to stuff. It was just kind of like, you know, it's stressful. You put your you put your heart into stuff, and sometimes, it, you know, there's period. There's so many. It's a it's a really a roller coaster, yeah. man. You know, it really is. It's, it's sale, if you're in sales, you're, yeah. you kind of know what roller coasters like. It's like, you're, oh, we're great. Oh, we're not so great. Oh, we're great. We're not so great. And eventually, hopefully, that kind of just levels off. So, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thanks. Good question. Um, for you, question number two, and I think I probably just talked for 10 minutes. Um, so f- since being here, what have you experienced as far as this community, um, any transformations, results you can share mm-hmm. with somebody? Sure. Yeah. So from a community standpoint, um, the intimidation factor that people experience when they walk into the gym is like none. Of course, you walk in for the first time and you see some people that are in great shape, but like everybody truly is community, really encouraging. Um, you know, nobody's ever done with their workout and then stops and leaves. Every, yep. You know, everybody waits till everybody else gets done. Roots each, everybody roots each other on. So the, the just general sense of community within the folks here, there's not a stranger in the room, right? Awesome. Um, from a standpoint of just transition uh, or, or personal, personal success, I would say, um, one, just building more muscle, right? You know, a lot of times people that go start working out, start exercising again. One of the things, the only thing that they pay attention to is the scale. Mm-hmm. Scale's not moving, scale's not moving. You know, what the hell am I doing wrong? Yeah. Um, so here, it was a little bit different for me because while, yeah, I look at the scale, um, with you guys having the in-body here, it gives you a better sense of what you're actually building from a muscle mass standpoint and then what you're losing from a, from a fat body percentage and mm-hmm. then total, uh, total body fat mass. And so um, that's really been where I've seen most of my success just from physical appearance. Uh, so less body fat mass, more muscle, uh, more definition. And then from a actual physical capability standpoint, like I don't think I've been able to do five strict, five strict pull-ups since I was like 18. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and I could do that now. Sweet. Um, the, you know, movements that I didn't think I could do like front squats because it's painful on my like joints uh-huh. <laughs> you know you just yeah. you you practice at it you start with light weight and you build up um so yeah i mean those have been some of the things that i've really enjoyed uh the trainers are really knowledgeable uh or the coaches they're you know again really encouraging um even folks that just are here working out um that know what they're doing they'll offer advice yeah. it, it's great and you sit and get coached by one of the coaches and then in the very in the the very next time you're in class you're working out right next to that same coach so sweet you're in a I good like spot yeah. with folks correcting you helping you all with you know your personal best interest at, at heart so so it's been awesome i mean allison and i have been coming god i mean since we started since we were able to come back into the gym after the pandemic you know fairly religiously four to six days a week and yeah, definitely and just keeping it up um yeah it's important so I said three questions. Sometimes I have four. It's all, all good. <laughs> um, as I listen. So what are some current struggles? I think it's important for people mm-hmm. to hear that, you know, you still struggle. I still struggle. Sure. What are some things you still struggle with on a weekly, daily basis? Uh, so on, from, a, from the actual physical workout standpoint, you know, there's so many exercises that I'm just like, why can't, you know, like, why can't I just do five to 10 double unders in a row? Why can't I do a pistol squat? Well, because it's hard, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. um, but just like my example with the pull-ups, 
you know, continuing to work at it, you continue to get better and you continue to improve and you continue to build upon those things so that eventually maybe I can do a full set of 50 double unders without stopping, you know, th things like that. But it's a, it's a, it's a slow progression, right? Yep. Um, so, you know, just kind of not being able to do one exercise today or not being able to do an exercise six months ago that I am now able to do today is, is one of those things that, yeah, it's difficult, it's frustrating, but it keeps you coming back. Um, from a, the other intimidating factor is that you see the, the whiteboard and everybody posts their scores and then everybody goes on the app and posts their scores. Mm -hmm. And, you know, f at first it's like, oh, I'm not doing as well. Or I'm like in last, you're not in last. Mm -hmm. Like I, I always, cause you know, we always joke about it at home. Like, I don't really, I, I look at it to see how well other people do. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, look, so-and-so did X, Y, Z, whatever. Yeah. Um, but really, all I ever pay attention to, for the most part anymore, is when something hits that I've done a month ago, how am I doing better compared to myself a month ago? Yeah. And that, you know, that really helps uh, stay focused, maintain, um, you know, progress, um, outside of the gym. I think anybody, I'm like anybody else, you know, the most difficult part is just maintaining that commitment uh and, and focus on nutrition mm -hmm. right you know it's like anything else you know easily the toughest part <laughs> yes 100 percent, 100 percent. i'm uh, i'm a walking advertising billboard for that yeah <laughs> i usually tell people it's like hey you're with us for like 22 you know 20 you by yourself by 20 for like 22 hours 22 and a half hours a day we're only with you for an hour hour and a half you know at sure. most and you got to make those decisions outside yeah. of the gym which is tough because food sustains us and we need it and right. we got to make healthy decisions which is which is challenging i mean i really, I really like what you said too about because that's usually what people ask me about crossfit and like you know why crossfit and why not burn i'm like you know with crossfit is like there's if you're a former athlete or you like to work hard and you like to push through and have to practice stuff like you'll do really really well in crossfit mm -hmm. because there's a lot of frustrations there's mm -hmm. a lot of stuff you're not good at which is humbling and it's really tough to become complacent because there's always something to get better at. And once you get better at something, a lot of the times, like if you just worked on handstand push-ups, like I've been nailing that down, all of a mm -hmm. sudden your toes to bar workout comes up, you're like, well, crap, I haven't been working as hard on my toes to bar. So you work on toes mm -hmm. to bar and then you got double unders. And it's like, eventually everything starts getting better. Yeah. Um, and those frustrations turn into reward sooner or later. And that yeah. reward is kind of what keeps you going. And it's pretty, it's pretty neat. Cool. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about you? I mean, so you, you were an athlete growing up, right? Mm -hmm. And you obviously have been doing the gym, having your own gym now for years. What was your biggest struggle, uh, from a fitness standpoint? Um, so my biggest struggle was, I think a part of it was ego really. Like, I mean, I, I was a baseball player, um, had this, I just did bodybuilding type stuff for years after I got done with baseball, after I hurt my elbow in 2019. And it's like in between there, I started CrossFit in 2008 and I did, you know, some sports specific stuff and bodybuilding and heard CrossFit, tried my first CrossFit workout and I couldn't finish it. It was thrusters and chest bar and pull-ups. It's 2159. It was called Fran and I didn't finish it. And, um, I thought I was in good shape and, but then I, that, that happened and I was like, it kind of rocked my world. And I had like, you know, I was like, I couldn't finish the workout. didn't want to cause I was going to throw up and I was just like defeated. But I think it kind of just like that being defeated was like, what is this thing that just yeah. defeated me? So I went online, CrossFit.com, started researching all these exercises I never heard of before and these named workouts. And I was like, all right. And I went back the next day. 
Um, and then it was just, I remember doing a double under workout. He said double unders were frustrating. I remember doing this double under workout with my buddy and his dad. It was deadlifts and double unders. And I sat there and I was jumping as high as I could, pulling my knees to my chest. You know, they're calling you know, tuck jumps to get one double under in. And there was like probably, if I remember correctly, like there was hundreds of them. And they were done, I think it was like 15 minutes. I was exhausted, I, you know, I threw my rope against this mirror in the gym, was like bad attitude, sucked that stuff. Like I used to suck at stuff, trust me. <laughs> and uh, that I think was probably not being good at stuff because I was naturally, you know, if you put a ball in my hand or a bat or a golf club in my hand, like I can, I'm not gonna be great at it, but I could figure it out and sure. do halfway decent. This was humbling, like that was probably the toughest thing for me is being an athlete formerly and being good and being able to compete at like at a pretty average or high level of whatever I did and not this. Yeah. Like that was really hard for me. Like some stuff that took a couple of years to practice and get better at. Which oh, yeah. was a good thing. Like it rekindled the former athlete in me because I used to I really liked the and when I was a baseball player, I liked the preparation more than I liked the game itself. And I think it was CrossFit was the exact same way, and I figured that out. Like, I loved the training, but when I went to get a competition, every time I did a competition, I said, I don't ever want to feel like this again. <laughs> I don't work this hard in class or, sure. you know, with my buddies. or So, yeah, that was it. No, it's, yeah, I, that's good to hear. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Brutal, man. Some bad, trust me, some bad attitudes came out over the years, for sure, especially the beginning years. Um, <laughs> Yeah, handstand walks falling, like not being able to do one and falling, yeah. busting my shoulders. And yeah, I, I, I did it on concrete in Costa, <laughs> Costa, in Costa Rica on broken concrete. This is like, dude, falling and it's like bloody shoulders and elbows and just like mad and frustrated and stuff. I cried during trying to do pistols one time, Dave, out of frustration. <laughs> tears started coming. Well, I can't out. do one. So not yet, anyway. <laughs> if that tells you anything, like, um, all right, last for, last for you. So someone on the fence. It's like, look on the outside, looking in, just like, man, I need to do something different. What I'm doing is not working. Um, this CrossFit thing looks interesting, but I'm intimidated, scared to be into a new people group. Um, what would you, what encouragement can you give that person? Just come. Yeah. Go to your first class. The first class, the hardest. And then they're all hard, but it's called working out for a reason. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's work. Uh -huh. Um, we uh we have you know friends that we always tell that we're like you know just go just go check it out if you're if, if you're serious and you want to start doing something different or just want to get back into some type of fitness routine in general all walks of life come through that door uh all shapes all sizes all ages um you know i always want to uh complain and and say there should be age brackets for the scoreboard because, you know. There is on the CrossFit leaderboard now. Maybe we need to start you know, that. I, I say that, but then, you know, I'm also working out with people that are my age and, you know, smoking me. So, um, but it's, it's not an intimidating, uh, intimidating thing at all. It's what, what's intimidating is, you know, oh, I don't know how to do that movement. That, that seems hard or, mm -hmm. but I mean, you know, the coaches walk through here and tell people that have been doing this for years how to correct something. Yep. It's not, it's, it, it, there's no, nobody's perfect. Everybody has opportunity to improve. And if anybody's sitting on the fence about starting something new or coming in here, you know, the whole idea of coming in and checking it out and getting the, um, the no sweat intro that you guys offer, uh, take advantage of it. You know, if you find out that it's, not for you, then, you know, it is what it is. But 
if you have any little bit of like competitive spirit in you and you just know that you want to get back into some type of fitness routine, I'd recommend it, especially for folks that drive by here every day. It's convenient, I mean, man. It's, it's, Let's go. <laughs> I mean, it's it's super convenient. Yeah. Like I said earlier, you know, we live a half a mile from here. There are plenty of times where we'll uh, we'll get our a walk in or a light jog just to come here. Um, that'll be our warm up, you know. Uh, but yeah, just just come in, pull the bandaid off, and and start. And that's uh, that's the toughest part. Yeah. Um, in terms of like post workout, you know, feeling sore or feeling tired or. That's, yeah, it's a real thing, but the way you feel better is by getting up, stretching it out, um, and coming back. I mean, there are plenty of mornings or plenty of afternoons on the way home from work where I can think of something better to, well, not something better to do. Think of like something, 10 reasons why not to something come. Something more comforting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? like yeah. Yesterday was a perfect example. <laughs> I thought about a million different reasons to not come yesterday afternoon, and I was like, you know, just just go because you always feel better when you're done. I mean, yeah. you're glad you went yep. when it's over. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah. I mean, that's what I would say. Just just do it. It's like a bandaid. Pull it off. Yeah. So yeah, you developed a habit, and that's yeah. an important thing. There is like the days you don't feel like coming, you come anyways, and that's kind of like has the snowball effect. The more you do that, and those thoughts pop up in your head about yeah. not wanting to go. I'm tired. Work. You know, stress, and you go anyways, and eventually it's like those thoughts in your head, you're able to combat those yeah. with Well, you make habit, but, but not only that, yeah. but not only that, you, you make, you have new friendships. I mean, yeah. some of Allison's really good friends from a gym that she was going to 10 years ago. Um, she's still really good friends with today. Right. And still Sweet. hangs out with them. And yeah. so we're developing those same types of friendships here. Um, and, and, you know, it's just, it's important, you know, you have that sense of community. Yeah. Cause if you don't have anybody you look forward to coming and hang out with, yeah. it's hard, it's hard to come. I, I saw something recently in a post and I was like, I know people at other gyms. I know I'm not going to say the person's name that absolutely hate their gym. Like the, I heard this person say, I drove up one day and just sat in my car and just, I did not want to go in there, but I went in there because my friends are in there. Yeah. Right. It's like, that's just like, that's why I go It's because my friend, my friends are there, which, and that's what, you know, that's, that's important, man. Cool. I like it. All right. Last question for you. Um, if you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? Oh, Dave, that's a really good question. <laughs> I don't know how to do anything else, man. I'm so <laughs> I mean, I do, but, um, that's funny. Like, because we've talked about in the, in, in the past, like before when we moved in 2016 to our other spot, like we were thinking about moving to Florida and we we're like, what are we going to do if you went down there? And I was like, I don't, my buddy Josh owns a car lot down there. My best friend. And I was like, I'll sell cars with Josh. And she's like, do you think you love doing that? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I like, I like, I used to hate sales. Yeah. So I wasn't good at it. And now I like, I like helping people out and talking through stuff with people. So I'd probably be in the sales business. It's kind of what the, my entire, entire side of my dad's family is, yeah. is in sales. So slightly flies, you know, flows through my blood, so to speak. But um, if I wasn't doing this, I'd probably be doing something like that or something in this uh, serving other people would be, would be my guess. Yeah. I, I, I think. Hopefully I don't have to find that out anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, you know? everything's working out here for us, and I hope uh, hope you guys stick around here for a long time. Are you going to, well, I guess, follow-up then, would you, you plan on replicating this somewhere else, like around the indie area? It's, or? it's interesting. Like, my, uh, our mentor, Matt, like, I don't know, it was like three months ago when we, we transitioned from this growth phase to this tinker phase. It's like, hey, you know, tinker phases kind of push you to do the next, to do the next thing, and what do you think about opening up a gym and missing out? We're both like, no way. We're not. <laughs> 
not doing that again. And then it was like, it's funny how like, you know, the roller coaster thing. And yeah. it's like after, uh, after the kind of the gears start moving, you're like, oh man, we can replicate. He's like, the second gym's easier than your first gym. He's like, sure. after you have every, the, the playbook in place, you just plan it, you find the right people and you replicate it, which makes sense. But potentially um, our vivid vision share, uh, we shared with some coaches yesterday is 2024 to have a piece of land. So hopefully somewhere close by to mm -hmm. build our own our own place that so we can have our own place and oh nice big, bigger and bigger and better but yeah bigger and better with more amenities and so forth that's kind of the vision there by 2024 yeah. is to be our own, own landlord be our own landlord yep. you have some equity in our in our building and, and so forth and be able to have more offices and you know a sauna room a recovery room with some yeah. tech boots a massage therapy type deal more more space and some more equipment and um Hopefully more drive-by. We were looking at a place over there off of uh, 146 the other day, and she's like, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "Well, we might just start looking at stuff now." Yeah, you know what I mean. So that would be the uh, the vision there. And as far as Missy, uh, God willing, her nutrition business takes off, and then she can have a storefront too. Awesome. You know, it's kind of the the, the hope and the dream there. All right, on, man. Yeah, another gym. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, doing all right here. Yeah. So. Yeah, we enjoy it. We're, we're grateful to be able to do what we love to do, you know. It was kind of a, one of those things years ago. James asked me yesterday, he's like, how'd you get in the gym business? And I was like, you know, it just kind of fell into my lap. This dude asked me at Five Seasons Sports Club years ago if I wanted. He's like, hey, you ever think about training? And I was like, matter of fact, I have. He's like, go get certified. I'll hire you. And I got some, like, lower entry level. He's like, just get something to get your foot in the door. And I did. And so I ended up loving it, and then the opportunity presented itself to open up a gym that I never thought I would be able to, and yeah, it took off. Yeah. You say that about getting a lower level certification. That's how I always tell Allison she should do. Yeah, I mean, I tell her, I'm like, you should, you should do that if you're looking for something else to do. Yeah, it does. It, you know what? Like Missy and I talk a lot at home about, like, there's more. Like, I would rather have someone experienced that loves it. Because like you can learn a lot as a, as just as a gym attendee if you're coached well on how to do stuff and then get an entry level certification like and you're good with people mm -hmm. you know what I mean like and you care you pay attention you know you're a people person you can do really really well yeah. versus I've seen some trainers that have a bachelor's degree in exercise science and have multiple certifications and you watch them train you're just like dude you're in the wrong profession man like you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. you're just not oh like, yeah. yeah clients yeah. are bent over doing deadlifts with the hunched back like you're just like and they're on their phones like it just <laughs> you can get like a, you know there's there's stuff we look for now and trainers more people uh, people they're people that are good with people are yeah. likable good personalities they care you know what i mean yeah. like you can you can get an entry level certification and, and grow you know what i mean oh, the, yeah. your your skills you can't like character and stuff is something that's tougher to build if you yeah. know what i mean so. being able to uh be around people yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if you're not a people person you're in the wrong yeah, you're, you know for you're, sure. we're in the people business you're in the wrong yeah, for you're sure in the, you're in the wrong business it's gonna be tough for you yeah tough hill to climb if you don't like being around people and you can't talk to them yeah. amen yeah right cool thanks for thanks for hanging out with yeah, me this absolutely, morning taking man. the time to do that it was awesome sure Thank you for listening to the CrossFit HSE podcast. Check out the show notes below to learn more. We will see you again next week.